and welcome to Bookworm Society Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla. This is where I share creative writing written by bookworms such as myself. In each episode, you will hear a story or poem, and I hope you'll be inspired to create some of your own. Today's story is called Back in Jolly Old 1755. It was written by Nancy Partridge in response to a prompt from the spring 2021 edition of the Bookworm Society zine in which I challenge you to research a time period in the past and write a story about it. Okay, enjoy Back in Jolly Oats 1755. The countryside, somewhere near London, England. The forest floor was damp and cold and covered in late autumn leaves. Charlotte, age 11, stepped carefully, trying to be silent. But her long dress rustled, and her thin-soled shoes snapped twigs and branches as they walked. Anthony came just behind her. He was tall for his age, also 11. But even with his long legs, he was quiet as an angel. His long brown hair was pulled back behind a stained, ruffled collar. He wore knee breeches and a vest, but no jacket. Not today. Today he had his bow and a bag full of arrows slung across his back. He studied Charlotte with a hand at her elbow. Just up ahead. See? There? He hissed. Charlotte jumped and stopped, peering through the early morning mist to see what he was pointing at. It was a pheasant, and it looked to be a big one. Her stomach gave a rumble, most unladylike. Still, she couldn't help it. They hadn't eaten since yesterday's meager lunch of stale crumpets and the last of the larger strawberry jam. Are you sure it's all right? She asked for at least the third time. Lord Henley specifically forbade us to hunt on his property. Last time he wrote to Papa. Who will know? Besides, that's what makes it fun. Come on, Charlotte, buck up. She stuck out her tongue at him. Anthony pulled an arrow out of his bag and silently placed it on the bow. Raising it to his shoulder, he took careful aim. Zoom! The arrow flew across the sky and shook some branches before finding its mark. Charlotte gave a little scream. The pheasant lay on the ground. Sad. Still, they were so hungry. You're a wondrous hunter, Anthony, she said, laying a hand on his arm. How will we carry it home? Here, take my shawl, she said, unwrapping the blue warmth and handing it over. She could wash in the stream. Later. She shivered. Just then, a voice came up from behind some trees. Halt! Who goes there? Heaven help us. It's the guard. We'll be caught for sure. Charlotte's heart was beating frantically, like a caged bird. Anthony ran over to the pheasant, shoved it into Charlotte's shawl, and covered the whole thing in a pile of leaves on the ground. Yes, hello. It's just me, Anthony, and my cousin Charlotte, he called out cheerfully. What are you doing here? demanded the gruff voice, coming closer. The guard emerged out from the fog. His helmet was red and his coat was black, with the crest of two intertwined birds on the pocket, Lord Henley's crest. Charlotte was shaking, but Anthony spoke calmly. Sir, I'm taking my cousin out for a walk before breakfast. We live in that cottage yonder with the estate's gardener, my uncle. Was that a scream I just heard? The man said, peering at the bow and arrows with suspicion. He looked them up and down, his eyes lingering on Charlotte's ripped apron and muddy dress. No, sir, she managed to say. I tripped and fell, 
I did give a little scream, I'm afraid. The man kicked the mound of leaves with his boot. Grunting, he leaned over and took hold of the bundle. To Charlotte's horror, the bird's head was sticking out a little from a corner of the shawl. The three of them stood there, looking at it. The woods were silent. The guard looked away for a moment. Then he shook his head, sighing. These are trying times, he said softly. Be gone with you then, lass. She ran nimbly off in the direction of the cottage. He turned to Anthony. Why don't you hunt in the common woods, lad? He asked sternly. There's some game stocked there, and all are welcome. Too boring, Anthony thought to himself. Besides, the common woods were always crowded. He needed to look after his cousin. He wanted to explain, but thought better of it. Best leave well enough alone. I will, sir. I will. And thank you, was all he said, grabbing his bundle and taking off after Charlotte. They would roast the pheasant later over their uncle's fire. And it would be delicious. I really liked the story, and I can tell the author did her research prior to writing it. It's very descriptive, and the story proceeds smoothly. You can really imagine it clearly in your head, like on a screen. Hope you enjoyed! This podcast is a production of Under the Desk Studios. This episode was recorded by Kayla, with technical assistance from Amanda. Please like this episode, leave a review, and join me next time for another episode of Bookworm Society Podcast.